Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 98. I'm super excited, and it's 98 episodes. And as always, I like to start the episode by just saying thank you. Thank you to everyone that's listened to the podcast. It's it's come a long way. It started as a as a passion project and something that I was guided to do by using my voice. And you know, the thought of getting to 100 episodes is super exciting. And um, you know, I'm just proud. And all the messages that we get on a weekly basis, just people connecting and let us know the impact that we're having. Um, you know, the numbers are a bit crazy, right? It's um, 50,000 unique listeners, way over 100,000 downloads. I feel super, super blessed. So I just wanted to by saying thank you. It's a very humbling experience. And I want to got there without my beautiful co-host. So I'd love her to introduce herself first. So introducing the amazing, the stunning, the healer extraordinaire and published author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. Hi, friends. Really excited to be here with you for another episode my name is Stacy. I'm intuitive. I do readings for people from around the world, including Akashic Record readings. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach. I love doing this podcast. And in January, I recently published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. If you haven't already checked it out, it's on Amazon and Audible. It's a powerful story of this spiritual path that I've been on and my goal is to help inspire you on your own journey. So really looking forward to this episode. Thanks, Stace. And actually, if you haven't bought Stace's book, I would highly recommend it. Um, she has it on Audible too. And I, she's a great storyteller. She feels like, she makes you feel like you're there with her. Um, I had the blessing of being part of the process where, you know, she recorded and we transcribed and also recorded the Audible. And um, I would highly, highly recommend it. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Nims. Um, I am also a spiritual coach and mentor and a Kashi record reader, Kashi trainer and podcast host and podcast creator. And I just love this journey we're on. I really feel that um, for many of us, we're going through a transformation. Maybe we've been through a transformation. And I just love the work that we do, guiding people in so many different ways to truly shine their light, um, release their programming and you know, kind of just be present with who they are. And I love it. I feel so blessed. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this episode. And before we get into the topic, um, I just wanted to mention that we have a free Zoom call on November the 15th. Um, this is where you can join me and Stacey for 90 minutes where we have a healing session, um, which includes opening um, the Kashi Records and we share a group message. It's always a, a meditation included. Um, it's a very conscious conversation. It's free. So it's a great way to connect with us and truly kind of connect with us energetically in a different sort of way. I shared a bonus episode um, a couple of weeks ago on the last Zoom call we had where I shared the meditation and then the, the Akashic message came through. So that gives you a sample of what comes through during these sessions. So I will post a link to register in the show notes. Join us. It's free. It's going to be on November the 15th at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, um, 10 p.m. UK, 2 p.m. Pacific, um, and all the different time zones. So I think that means 4 p.m. Central, etc. We would love to have you uh, come and join us. Stacey, anything you want to mention about the Zoom call that we do on a monthly basis? 
It's a great way to connect. Um, really powerful session. We've had so many people join us. It's just growing in numbers. Definitely an opportunity for you to experience some healing and some shifts in your world. We would love to have you join us. Thank you for that. And um, so this week's topic is discovering your true self, a journey on self-realization. And I love this topic because it's really about guiding people on their journey. And I guess before we get into the and dive in deep into the topic, just to mention the spiritual mentorship program that me and Stace have that we channel through the records really is changing lives. And what it does is it goes deep on your programming to help you understand who you are and guides you to truly understand your purpose. We love it. We channeled it through the records. Really is changing lives. And if this is something you feel like you could use and help you to guide you on your journey, and maybe as you listen to this episode, maybe you get some calling, then you can book a free discovery call with with both of us, with either of us, um, and we can take you through the program. Really, for me, picking a mentor and a guide is a soul contract. So it's a hard-level decision. So if what me and Stacey talk about resonates with you at a hard level and you feel it and you want to work with us, then book in a free discovery call to find out what the mentorship program is really about. It's a great, great way to start. We can take you through it. We love the work that we do. And so if this resonates, book a free discovery call. Again, Stacey, before we go deep into the topic, anything you want to mention about the mentorship program that we do? I've just watched it shift people in such a powerful way. I heard from a client this morning and she said that she's more peaceful with her life and acceptance of who she is right now than ever before. And messages like that just show me that we're doing the work that is really making a deeper impact on people and shifting the way that they show up in the world. So I would encourage you to book a discovery call. It's free. We can take you through the program and you can ask questions and um, figure out if it's right for you. I love it. I love it. And, you know, kind of going to this topic of, you know, discovering your true self, a journey on self-realization, that for me, I mean, it's kind of similar to topics we've had on, on spiritual awakening and things like that, but it really it's a process of understanding your own identity and purpose, really kind of removing the programming that kind of helps you, that holds you back to truly become your authentic self. Um, and things like mindfulness and meditations can help, but it really is a, it's, it's, it's a unique journey to truly understand who you are. And sure, we get influenced by programming, other external forces, but it's in, in essence, it's about becoming the most, the best, the most genuine version of yourself. Stace, you know, kind of talks about living a soul-centered life. Um, for me, that's what it is. It's becoming, and actually the client that Stacey mentioned just now is a perfect example of somebody who's starting to understand her programming so she can then release it and truly start to make decisions from awareness. Helps you to understand what's happening around you and how much your programming influences, but you know, how much is your religious programming, your cultural programming, your um, parental programming, how much of all that is influencing you on a day-to-day -day basis? Releasing that and understanding that, for me, is a really a big part of discovering your true self. And I guess, you know, again, using our mentorship program as an example, and 
I didn't think about this beforehand, but it is, that's what we do. Through the stages, if you think about it, when, when you were born, you didn't have any programming, right? You were born, you cried, you got attention, you know, you got the love. But then your parents did the best jobs they could, but ultimately they influenced you, right? So you had your parental programming. What religion were you born into? Were you born into Christianity, Hinduism? You know, you're born into Islam, whatever that religion is, in some way that would have influenced you. It could be, you know, maybe your parents weren't that religious and maybe didn't have a big impact on you, or maybe they were and it impacted you and maybe you still resonate with it now or maybe you don't. But things like, you know, if you have children, how you were parented, how much of that is influenced around how you're parenting? Are you doing the same as your parents did? Are you doing the opposite? Or maybe you're doing your own way. And for me, that discovering your true self is really about removing the layers of programming that you've had to then understand who the true version of you is. And then if you had a different layer on it, you know, we talk about things like rebirth, uh, dark night of the soul, and all things like that, different topics we've had on this podcast. Discovering your true self is actually discovering the true self, who you are right now, and falling in love with that version of you. Yes, you're going to continue to evolve, but it's like once once you become aware of your programming, what drives your decision-making on a true day-to-day basis, becoming and having a self-care routine which allows you to connect with your true base, your true heart, shifting from I think to I feel. Really, all of those things are a big part of becoming true to yourself and understanding who you are as a soul and a human without the programming. And I'm not saying all the programming we receive is bad. Who decides what's good or bad? But when you become aware of your programming, you understand what drives you in a day-to-day business from a day-to-day perspective, and you can make a decision from a heart rather than a mind perspective, all of those things allow you to become true to yourself. And from there, the journey becomes much more, let's call it awakened. It doesn't mean that you're not going to have the human experience. It doesn't mean that you may, you know, you're not meant to experience pain, but that level of awareness helps you on your journey. So Stace, when I say to you, discovering your true self, a journey of self-realization, what does that bring to you? What does that mean to you? Well, I feel like there have to be action steps to cultivating a stronger connection with yourself. And I think in the world that we live in right now, there's so much being fired at us on a regular basis from all different avenues. I mean, even if we just talk about what's happening in the world right now, right? The world events that are happening, it, it can deeply impact us. And there's so much noise, right? Whether it's the, the news headlines, whether it's the stuff happening with our families, whether what whatever it is, there's stuff coming at us from every direction. And in order to understand more about who we are and come into the awareness of why we're here, I feel that we need to quiet that noise. 
very intentionally in order to develop a greater connection with ourselves. And it's interesting because, you know, over the last couple of years, I've had a lot of major changes in my world, like a lot of major changes. And I came into the awareness recently that because of all of those changes, I was in a state of constant doing, right? Like I just felt like I had to like, go, 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 get through the next thing, get through the next thing. And I realized yesterday that I don't stop except to sleep, right? That I've just been on this go, go, go. And so I know this is going to sound like really like kind of corny, but I, you know, have this cute little condo that I live in now and I didn't have my daughter last night and I had this like, okay, well, what else do I have to do with myself? Right. And what I really needed was some downtime. What I really needed was to just be with myself in my space, in my home and allow myself the space to enjoy what I've created. And so I sat down with a blanket on my couch and just allowed myself to watch TV. Now, this sounds like such a basic thing, but when you've been in a space where so much change is coming at you and there's no space to process it, sometimes that downtime is really hard to embrace because we're so used to doing and going and having action in our lives. And for me, I have found that I've had to get really introspective. Um, I've had to acknowledge that I've been frantic and that frantic doesn't mean healthy. And I want a deeper connection with myself. And I want to feel connected to the world around me. And I want to feel a connection with my kids and in order for me to develop that deeper relationship with myself, my daily practices matter. The things that I do day to day matter. And we talk so, so much on this podcast about having a strong self-care routine. And for me, I have had to really evaluate what I need in my life to feel connected to myself, to my family, to the world around me. And I've had to refine that routine on a regular basis, right? Like it's not like a one size fits all kind of a thing. It's taken a lot of introspection to figure out what that routine is that allows me to feel connected. And, um, I I've been working on this a lot. And I would say, even in this season, even with, you know, years under my belt of my spiritual journey, I still feel like this is something that I'm working on constantly, right? Because there are some days where journaling is it. And when I journal, I feel more connected to myself and to the world around me. And then there are days where it's not about journaling, right? There's days where it's about 
moving my body and getting some exercise. It's, it's, it's interesting because it's kind of like the idea of eating the same food every day, right? And not experiencing anything else. And yet we crave other foods. We crave other things, right? And so I've just really found in this season that I have to ask myself on a regular basis, Stacy, what do you need? What do you need? And part of the, the realization for me is the fact that I have struggled with my mental health. And I bring this up because it's this is a part of things, right? In order to be mentally in a good space, there are certain actions that I need to take. And through the awareness of the different parts of myself, I can then spark change, right? I can then say, okay, this is how I'm feeling and this is what I need, right? And it's interesting because when we have children or when we're around little children, we ask them what they need. You know, are you hungry? Do you need a snack? Do you need a nap? Do you need a hug? Like we ask little children what they need, but I feel like we have to ask ourselves the way that we would ask a little child, what do I need, right? Because then we can say, okay, I am aware that I'm not in a good space today, right? I'm aware I'm not in a good space. What do I need to do about it? How do I take action? And so for me, it's, it's, it's about forming a deeper relationship with yourself so that you're aware of when I feel this, then I need to do this. Love it. And that's um, it's a really good summary of kind of what we're trying to do. I mean, you, you started with, you know, kind of spending some time with you, et cetera. And I really do feel that right now we're in a phase of our evolution where it's important to be present, to be present in the moment. Because how often do we get lost in, oh my God, I should have done this or, you know, get lost in, you know, what, what's coming for next for me and all that sort of stuff. But sometimes, and right now I feel it's important, we're just going to slow down and be present and be present with ourselves. And, you know, you powerfully said, ask, what does Stacy want? And for our listeners, if you could just stop and ask, what do you want for you? You know, if, if you have kids, how often do we get lost in what our kids want? you have a partner, you have work, how often do we get lost in the day-to-day and how often do we stop and just ask, oh, no, what do I want? And being present and really knowing what you want is a big part of this journey. And you also talked about awareness. And, you know, awareness for me is always the first step in anything, right? It's that if you're not aware of what's happening around you, how can you do something different? So an awareness comes from asking yourself these, you know, sort of opening, you know, expanding questions, things like how much is my programming affecting me on my day-to-day basis? Where does my decision-making come from? Is it head or heart? We did a, an episode on that. You know, kind of really sitting with yourself and understanding who you are, what drives you, and becoming aware is super important on, on this journey of falling in love with ourselves, you know, really kind of 
understanding who we are, um, understanding our true self. Because once we let, once we remove those layers of programming, we discover who we really are. And then you could ask yourself, well, hold on, what do I think about this new me? Because how often do we run in other people's priorities? And that's another powerful question is, where do you come in in your list of priorities? Are you putting yourself number one? Or do you put yourself further down the list? Do you put your kids first, your partner first, your work first, before any of you? And it's like, if you're not top of your list, then how can you be there for the people? Because, and what example are you setting? Because once you once you put yourself first, you start to have a strong self-care routine. You start to truly understand who you are. And from that, from that journey, you start to shine your light bright. You shine your light so much brighter. And it's like for me, it's like when I was thinking about this episode, you know, as I said before, we don't we don't tend to plan the episodes too much in advance. We know the topic, but whatever comes through comes through. And I the other part of this journey that I sometimes struggle with is the difference between what the soul wants and the human experience we're having. I know I've worked on really understanding my soul and kind of what I've had to experience in this lifetime. And I know what my soul is here to do, right? I know that I'm meant to heal. I know that, you know, in some way, when I speak, it's like universal truth. I know I'm meant to expand people. Um, and if in whatever way I could just 100% focus on that, then then I, I, I think I'd be happy. But then at the same time, I know I've got to have a human experience. And that human experience still involves having doubts. It still involves questioning yourself. It still involves, you know, really really challenging who you are on a day-to-day basis. And, of course, it involves ups and downs. It all involves, you know, going through that human experience, which sometimes can be painful too, right? So, and sometimes you do things and you wonder afterwards, well, hold on a second. You know, if I've worked on me to the level that I am aware, why do I still do things that potentially, on hindsight, I, well, maybe I shouldn't have done differently. The way I try and look about it is no regrets, right? Whatever I've done, whatever I do, it's done. But I ask myself more the question, what's my lesson for me and what am I going to do differently? Um, and I guess the reason I'm saying all of this is part of this journey is also kindness. And it's that, you know, because what what tends to happen is that you go through the steps. Let's say you go through the steps as we've just talked about. Um, you start to ask yourself questions about your programming. And then you all of a sudden start to realize that actually, you know what, so many external factors are influencing you. The first thing that happens is like, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I was doing that. Why do I let all these other people affect me? That was your programming. That was who you were. So instead of instead of going back and saying you can't believe it, why don't you celebrate the fact that you become aware and it allows you to do something different. By the way, this journey should come with a health warning because as you start to become aware, you'll start to change. And people around you will notice that you change. And in some ways, they act as your ego and want you to stay the same. So this journey is unique to you. Yes, you can compare and go and talk to other people about their journey, but don't expect the same journey. Because everything you need is inside you. So 
you know, when you compare yourself to other people, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. You can learn from other people, other people's examples. You can work with a mentor who who holds your space, who connects you to your answers. But if you go into somebody else and you're trying to compare, nobody's here to be fixed. So don't try and go to somebody else to be fixed. But also understand there's a difference between who you were and who you are. And there's also a difference sometimes, you know, understanding your soul and why your soul picked this, this human journey and being kind to yourself on your human journey and understanding there's going to be ups and downs. I mean, I think about the client you, you talked about this morning. It's just that it's just beautiful you know, in, 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 in a month, how much she's grown to understand her programming and how much she's, you know, and, what that leads to. So once you start, once you start to accelerate this journey, you start to heal parts of you and your internal and your external starts to change. All of a sudden, your connection to your guys is different. All of a sudden, your connection to the human people around you is different because you've come from a different place. But it also involves having an honest and deep conversation with yourself. Because how often do we hide away the things that we don't want to deal with? How many of us kind of are still holding on to childhood memories and which we haven't dealt with? How many of us still need to do that inner child work to heal that child in us? All of that is part of this, you know, part of this journey of discovering your true self. How much is your childhood influencing you on a day-to-day basis? How much pain are you carrying for because of what you went through as a child? Have you done that inner child work? Have you just taking time to close your eyes and truly just imagine and you're in a child, your child, yourself at two, three years old, just being in front of you and just giving yourself a hug. All of these things. So there isn't like a a one thing in stasis. I find a lot of our officers are like this. There isn't, I wish there was a silver bullet that kind of makes everything easier, but I do think sometimes we complicate the journey and you know, there are some basic things and, you know, having a a strong self-care routine, we talk about it, right, all the time, that gives you a really strong base. But then really kind of having honest conversations with yourself, dealing with the things that, that come up instead of pushing them down, asking yourself questions around your programming and journaling about it and really kind of having an honest conversation with yourself. We always recommend to our clients to, to write a letter to yourself in the third person. So if you were writing a letter to yourself, you know, imagine you were writing it as the third person, so not you. You're saying, hi, whatever your name is, and just having a conversation about how much you've grown, how much you really, truly, and do it in the third person. How powerful is that? But it's 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 really, I guess I'm going in circles, but it's that sitting down with yourself, being comfortable with who you are, and going back and asking yourself, what do you want? And asking yourself these expansive questions and journaling about it. And don't do it all in one go. You know, maybe you ask yourself one question per day and you journal about it. You start with, who am I? What do I really want in this world? Maybe you then go on to, you know, journaling about, okay, what drives me on a day-to-day basis? How much does my programming drive me? How much am I in control of what I want? Am I making a heart-driven decision or a head-driven? And then allow these things to truly awaken a difference in you. So Stacey, I've gone off a real tangent and obviously a topic I'm passionate about. But if 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 
if you if you were giving advice to our listeners on you know their journey and you know kind of really this 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 journey of discovering their true self what would you ask what would you say you've obviously been I, through a lot in a short space of time so i'm curious what you what your insight would be i would say it's really hard to do something you've never done before when you're not sure where to start and I often with clients compare this to that desire that you get to transform your physical health and you want to make a shift and you want to get healthy. And there are people who will walk into the gym and kind of aimlessly wander through the machines trying to navigate, you know, how to do what they want to do. And yes, there's a way to figure it out, right? You can watch other people and see what they're doing. You can try to figure out the machines. But if you really want to make a shift, you hire a personal trainer because that personal trainer then takes their wisdom and they impart that wisdom into you and they cocktail a program together that works for your specific needs, right? They get to know you. They get to know that you know, you have an injury from high school that makes it hard for you to do squats or that you have an issue with your neck. And so they've got to be careful about the weight that you lift. They, they get conscious and aware of what your individual experience is and they customize that for your needs. I really feel like it's the same way with our spiritual selves and the evolution of us figuring out what we need. When you've only done things a certain way your whole life, it's really hard to figure out how to do it differently, right? You might have little insights here and there, but it's really important to dial in on making changes in a way that's going to work for you. And for me, that involved getting people in my corner that could help me navigate this new version of me, right? So not just my friendships, but my professional interactions. Um, I've had so much change in my life in such a short amount of time. And some days it still feels like my head is spinning with the changes and the, the adjustments and the demand and all of that. And I've had to really take time to fill my cup up and make sure that I'm connected with myself. And I feel that anybody can create a stronger connection with themselves by taking more time to be introspective. And for some people that's prayer or meditation or quiet time in nature, but like find a way to connect with yourself and ask, what do I need? The other thing is there's so much power in writing. So I know we usually talk about journal prompts a little bit later in the episode, but I would encourage you to pull out your journal and ask yourself the question, what do I need? And just see what comes up. You know, do you need more time outside? Do you need more time for exercise? Do you need more time for human connection, right? What is it that you need? And see what answers come up in writing because oftentimes we don't have the answers because we're not taking the time to listen 
right? We're rushing through and just kind of automatically going through what we need to go through. But what would happen if you said to yourself, what do I need? And put it in writing and see what comes up. I think it's a very powerful exercise because oftentimes we have so much coming at us that we don't take the time to process it. And when we sit down intentionally and we write, I think we can be very surprised at what comes up. Really good advice. Um, you know, when I think about that, asking those powerful questions and journaling about it and writing about it, I would also challenge the listener to really consider how honest and open are you being with yourself? You know, Stace talked about mentoring and finding a guide and how open are you to asking for help? How often do you push down how you really feel and think you'll deal with it later? So part of this is really, it's really important to have that honest and open conversation with yourself. And um, kind of leads me on to the next point, I guess. Two things I'd mentioned about it. One is journaling's powerful. I also love to do mirror work. And, you know, we've talked about mirror work in other episodes, but, you know, connecting with your soul through your eyes and having a real conversation with yourself. How do you really feel about yourself? What are the things that you're holding on to that, you know, that you love about yourself, but also what are the things that you're holding on to that you want to change? And, you know, maybe you do that before you start journaling to truly connect with yourself. Because, you know, two points. How do you feel about asking for help? How do you feel about being being open with yourself in that way? And I guess the second point is how do you feel about being vulnerable? Both connected, but it's like, you know, certainly when I look at the, the masculine energy, there's a lot in the masculine energy which is around, you know, doing everything and kind of having that, you know, when you talk about British, having that stiff upper lip, you know, kind of not asking for help. You know, do you see being vulnerable as, as a sign of weakness? Do you see asking for help as a sign of weakness? Because for me, asking for help and being vulnerable isn't isn't a, it's a sign of strength, you know, because, you know, being vulnerable and being open to a different way of being is super important in this because, you know, Einstein's definition in, um, of insanity is doing the same thing, expect a different set of results. So if you've always been this 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 person that puts everybody first, that always is, you know, trying to be the person that's always there for everybody else, how do you really feel about yourself? Because I know that when I've been like that sometimes, I'm being like that because maybe I don't want to slow down and truly feel how I how I feel. So asking yourself these questions maybe allows you to slow down to truly connect with you. And, you know, some of us may feel guilty about putting ourselves first. I would challenge that by saying, well, who are you not to put yourself first? Because if you're not putting yourself first, then you're not shining your light the brightest. You're not truly being your authentic self. And what example are you setting to the people around you? When you have a strong self-care routine, you put yourself first. Um, that allows you to be present, to be conscious, and actually help and support the people around you 
in a much better way. You know, and I asked this question before in, in another podcast and I asked it earlier. If you were to list the most important people in your life, where would you come in that list? And if you're not number one, I would challenge you. Because even if you've got kids, of course they're a priority. But when you set an example of putting you first, having a strong self-care routine, you're setting an example for them to also do the same. And when you're putting, making yourself a priority, your energy changes. And actually you can be so much more present for the people around you. And I get this is a foreign concept sometimes, right? Because it doesn't, wait, hold on. If you've got people that rely on you, surely they're important and you need to put them first. Yes, I'm not telling you not to. But just watch your world change once you start to put yourself first and you truly embrace who you are. You start to understand your journey. You start to understand your programming. You start to truly understand the difference between your head and your heart. And you understand how you're making decisions and how you live on a day-to-day -day basis. That gives you the information to become aware to then start to choose how you want to live your life. And there's no judgment. There's no right or wrong. But unless you truly understand who you are, how do you make a decision about what you want to do next? And I guess sometimes I make some of this stuff sound, sound, sound easy. And I think some of it is simpler than we, than we, than we want to make it. But it's definitely not easy. And it's just, it's just being honest with yourself and, and going on a journey of, of self-discovery and there is going to be ups and downs. We see it with the clients all the time, right? There's a, you know, there's, it's like a roller coaster. There's different phases of, of this journey, which is at times you get euphoric, you feel excited because you're starting to get awareness and you start to, you're starting to deal with things and things are starting to show up differently. But then as you start dealing with the things that you kind of kept inside for so long, there's a time to process. There's a time you go inward. There's a time you feel emotional about it. There's a time you start to speak your truth. It is up and down, right? But we're here to have that experience. And the more that we can open ourselves up to being authentic and being vulnerable, understanding what drives us, understanding the difference between ego and, 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 and who we are as a person and being authentic and our true self, that really, really, truly drives us. Um, Stace, I love the work that we do. I, I love the, the guidance that we're, that we, we put, you know, that we give to others. But also I, I love the awareness that it gives to us because in many ways, when you, when you, when you're mentoring, when you're coaching other people, um, I feel like we have to experience some of these things ahead of time to help people guide, guide, you know, other people through the same process. And, you know, I guess I'm telling your listeners here that, you know, just me and Stacey are human too, right? We go through and Stacey always shares vulnerably on this podcast and I love her for it. Um, we're all having that human experience. So everything we talk about on here is in many ways things that we've been through, we're going through. I love having an honest conversation with myself. Sometimes I have a conversation with my soul where I'm like, what were you thinking? Why did we choose this journey? You know, some of it is, is up and down and some of it is really deep. What, what, what was the, you know, what was the, what was the reason? I always joke with Stace about, you know, what was the soul contract that me and her have, right? You know, I want to see, I want to see the fine print. Hold on, you know, because when you start working with you, with Stace, 
she takes you on a roller coaster with her, right? So I'm like, well, hold on, what does this soul contract really mean? So, you know, this is an intense journey, but it's also, also you've got to introduce elements of fun. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get so much into the work and we get so much into we need to do this and we need to do that. Just make sure that you, you include an element of fun. So Stace, what do you do to have fun? Oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh, that sounds like a British thing. But anyway, go on. I, I mean, it. I love to travel. And so, you know, I currently don't have my next trip planned, but traveling for me is really important, whether it's in the U.S. or traveling to the U.K. It, it doesn't matter. I just I love to travel. I love the adventure um, day to day. I'm really passionate about music. I love listening to music and having music playing through my house. Um, I, it's funny. I don't, when I'm anticipating the workout, when I work out, it's not fun, but when I'm in it and I'm actually doing the workout, it is fun for me. It's enjoyable to push myself and push the boundaries and, get myself in a space where I feel healthy and good. Um, my little girl is a huge Taylor Swift fan. And this weekend I fully intend to take her to see the Taylor Swift movie and taking my children to do something like that, that they're excited about brings me a lot of joy. It's fun for me, right. To see the excitement of what, what they're into, what their interests are. Um, I really enjoy that. Um, another thing that I think that's fun in this season is um, my kids' sports. You know, I used to love when my my son, who was a football player, we would have his games on the weekend and get really excited about it. And now I'm going through that journey with my little girl and soccer and pretty soon basketball. And I find that's a lot of fun to be able to go and cheer her on and see her excitement, you know, so much of what I enjoy in life is like watching it through my children's eyes. And so I, I find a lot of joy in that. Beautiful. And um, are you secretly admitting you're as 50 there somewhere? I don't know. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. It's no secret. I was just asking. And yeah, it's, you know, I, I mean, I love travel and I love, you know, connecting with loved ones and, you know, kind of spending time in nature. I mean, London is getting a bit colder and it's a bit rainy now, but, um, you know, if it's raining, so what? Go outside and, you know, just have some fun. But also sometimes it's even simpler than that. You know, if you love music, just putting music on and singing along and just kind of dancing, being silly, just, you know, putting on a comedy and just having a good laugh, ringing a friend that you haven't spoke to in a while. It's all part of this journey of experience so again i'm going to ask the listener to just list the things that you enjoy doing and then really asking when was the last time you did some of those things i mean like i i haven't i'd love to go for a massage but interesting enough i only get a massage normally when i travel but there's lots of massage places around me why why don't i spoil myself i don't know not not like i don't want to but but um just to remind people this life is is really worth living. And one of the things actually we haven't talked about that just came to our mind was time with Stace talked about, it, right? Time with self. I love spending time with myself meditating too. 
And some people say, well, I can't meditate. That's also a muscle, right? You know, I always recommend three things when I start working with people and, and 10 minutes silence every day is part of it. The other one is journaling and mirroring work, right? Those are the three things. But it's that meditation, whether it's a guided meditation, whether it's time and silence, is your time for you. And it's like the same thing as going to the gym. You can't just go once and all of a sudden say, I can't meditate. You've got to do it continuously for, you know, I'd always recommend 21 days. And again, what meditation does for me, it allows me to find that peace inside me to then choose how I'm going to respond to things. It allows me to have these open conversations with myself that we've, that we've been talking about to truly connect with me. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we've recommended on on this podcast. And I guess, you know, as, as we come into to near the near the end, let me just kind of summarize, I guess, in the way that um I would always begin with spending time with you, being in silence, being present, and then go on a on a journey of self-realization in terms of Start doing things like asking what you want, what's my programming? You know, what, what drives me on a day-to-day basis? Really kind of going deep on who you are, you know, exploring your past, asking yourself, what are, what are the things that you've been holding on to? And take time with this journey. It's not like you sit down once and you do it. Journal for a few days. Sit with yourself for a few days. If it takes weeks, it's weeks. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a quick journey. And just be kind to yourself. Once you start to open things up in you that have been locked up for a while, it will, you will go on a, on a journey, you know, think about what you're in a dialogue is the conversation you have with yourself. You know, are you spending time with yourself? What are your values? What drives you on a day and day to day basis? So having these honest conversations with yourself helps you to understand who you are. And from there you can start to start self-realization phase. Isn't it? It's so important to then actually, who do you want to be? How you want to show up in the world? How are you going to serve? What are you going to do? And, you know, it's that self-realization is an ongoing process. It's a journey that continues to unfold. But by embarking on it, by choosing to go on it, you really are taking that courageous step. You're starting to truly become connected with you. We love the work we do. If you need some help and guidance, please reach out. But Stace, what would you, as we close, start and close out, what would be your advice be? And maybe you've got some general prompts for our listeners. Well, so I mentioned journal prompts earlier, so hopefully you were listening when I mentioned them, but um, I would encourage you to take some time to be introspective and ask, what do I need? What do I need in order to feel more connected with myself? Um, I think writing is a huge part of that. Um, And if you're struggling with writing, maybe start with a meditation. And if you struggle meditating by yourself, do a guided meditation and just allow yourself that space to be introspective and see what comes up and then start cultivating a routine based off of what feels right for you. Not what you think you need, but what you feel you need. That's where I'd start. Beautiful. Beautiful. And good luck with your journey, right? If you this is something you really want to undertake, I'm proud of you. You know, this is really about becoming the best and most genuine version of ourselves. And I really do think through this year, we've been pushed to clear so many karmic cycles to truly release the things that we've been holding on to. 
you know, maybe it's time to start living the best version of you. Living in harmony, really understanding your inner truth and transforming. It really is a quest, right? It's a journey. But try as much as possible having fun with it. Um, just as a reminder, we have our free Zoom call coming up on November the 15th. Join us. It's always a, um, we'll open the group Akashi Records. Um, we'll share a group message and maybe there's something there for you. We'll have a very open, conscious conversation about how everybody feels. It's a way to connect with us differently. And if this episode resonated with you um, and you could do with some guidance, then reach out to us. Maybe book a free discovery call um, to truly understand kind of what our mentorship program involves and kind of why we're here. Um, and yeah, as always, you know, um, if, if, if this episode resonated with you, please do share it. Please do like it. Please read a review. If you have any feedback for us, please do send us a DM. If there's any topic you'd like us to cover, please um, let us know. Uh, we always take that input. Um, if this podcast is having an impact on you and you feel connected to it, let us know that too. Sending everyone so much love and light. Um, I get this is an intense time, but take time to truly feel the love around you. Feel the love inside you. Connect with your guides because we all have guides. Just listen to your messages and as much as possible, listen and follow them. Uh, Stacey, I'm going to hand it over to you to close us out. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We love this podcast and our interactions and messages from you lift our soul. So please reach out. Thanks for being here. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now.